In recent years, interracial dating has become a growing topic in the media. Reality dating TV shows have started recruiting more contestants from different racial backgrounds, encouraging interracial dating. Big-name brand companies have begun showing interracial families in TV and print ads. And a rise of social media has encouraged discussion around a topic that could have been considered taboo just a decade ago. With interracial marriage only being legal for a little over 50 years now, it is useful to engage in conversations about the topic to encourage learning and openness. What are some things to think about when discussing interracial relationships? That's a great question. We're going to start today with just some historical context and stats behind interracial relationships. Unfortunately, there aren't a lot. So the statistics I did find were based on marriage, which I know is very different than just relationships, but you go with what you've got. So um, from our research, we looked at some Pew research studies um, and also just doing a little digging into the history of interracial marriage. It only became legal nationally in 1967 with the U.S. Supreme Court decision Loving versus Virginia. So Pretty crazy that even in people's lifetimes, I know uh, my mother was born before that. So when my mother was born, it was illegal, basically. Um, It's pretty crazy to think about. Um, Since then, 15% of marriages were people of different races in 2010. That's the closest snapshot we have. I know it's 10 years past that. The number I'm assuming has only increased. And I guess this is an area that we could obviously start to talk more about and see statistics on. But I'm assuming in 2021, we have at least 15% of marriages if it was increasing up until 2010 on. Public approval has drastically changed. The public approval of interracial marriages rose from around 5%, only 5% in the 1950s, to around 80% in the 2000s. So another pretty crazy thing that in 50 years, approval rose 75% on this issue. I can't think of any other issue that I don't even know if you call this an issue really, but something that, you know, I think of gay marriage, obviously, of growing in popularity, that's got to be the, the comparable thing. But even that, I don't know, I don't, I wouldn't say it's at 80% today, right? This seems really, really yeah, high. Pretty drastic. Yeah. And then the last thing we wanted to note, just in the context, is that basically the relationships or marriages can be different depending on gender or ethnicity of the male and female. And so that varies by type. Um, an example could be it's more common for a black male to marry a white woman than for a female um, black person to marry a white man. And I know so that kind of weird, but basically, you know, depending on the ethnicity or the gender of the person, um, it may change. And one last thing I wanted to note in context is we're mainly talking about heteronormative relationships and marriage and when we're talking about these things. So just know that there's plenty more diving to do. We'll try to bring up some other examples, but a lot of the things that we're talking about are very like female to male. Um, And I know there are examples of lots of other relationships outside of that that we may not bring up today. So not to exclude those, but just to focus on the little we do kind of know or we can see in statistics. Yeah, and I think a little bit of that comes from the fact that we're in an interracial relationship and I'm a female and you are a male. So we're speaking from personal experience as well as just speaking about topics that I think we found or find interesting to us. 
Getting into our first topic here, though, in terms of our question overall today about interracial relationships, wanted to kind of dive into having conversations with your partner and how to do that. I know that we are pretty great at having conversations overall, me and Jeremy, and it kind of seeped into our, us talking about race and interracial dating. I remember one of our first dates, and maybe it was our second or third, we went on a hike, and we were talking about how we would manage tricky situations with public um, situations where people maybe did not agree with our relationship. And I really appreciated the fact that, Jeremy, actually, you brought that up um, and asked, you know, what I would be comfortable with. So I think talking about things early on and not ignoring the fact that you're in it, that you're in an interracial relationship is one of the most important things because, uh, you know, if too much time passes, then it's kind of something that's a little tricky to bring up. Uh, what would you think about that, Jeremy? You know, I remember part of the reason we were talking about that is on one of our first first dates, we had someone comment on us like walking together. <laughs> and so it just brought to my mind, okay, like how would Simone want me to, you know, act in this situation? Like how can I act in a way that, you know, is like, honoring and protective and respectful to her but also like let her be on person so um to me that's something I knew I would wanted to bring up so I think that is something that I brought up um at that later time just talking about on the hike just because I think um it's different for everyone in terms of how you want someone to maybe like step up or not or how independent you are right and dealing with things that come up so I know everyone's differently I think works differently um Simone and I are very independent so I think for the most part, if someone's addressing us, like one of us, we'll, we'll kind of take the lead on responding to them. And so it's just kind of making sure based on the conversation, though, um, or who's addressing you, that you are giving other person space to kind of do their own thing and trusting them to respond in kind. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, when it's just you and the other person, and it's not a public setting, I think there's also situations where, you know, you want to allow your partner to take the lead or situations where you might feel more comfortable taking the lead talking about certain things. I think as a black woman, I am comfortable talking about, you know, certain things around race, but I do think that it's a little challenging, you know, talking to somebody that doesn't necessarily share the same experiences. So though I'll take the lead in terms of explaining my own uh, experiences. I do appreciate when Jeremy kind of steps up and asks a question that you know prompts a conversation. And one thing that he's really good at is empathetic listening. And I think this kind of transfers over to any kind of conversation you have in a relationship where it's really important for your partner not only to listen to you, but to listen empathetically and truly try to understand what the other person is saying, especially when someone is talking about their own experience. Uh, so that's worked pretty well for us it's interesting because of the pandemic we haven't had a lot of situations where we run into public situations where you know things have gotten kind of weird but that one situation where we did kind of run into something on our second date was actually fairly positive it was a black man asking how jeremy scored <laughs> what like an african queen or something like that so it was a nice laugh and it was kind of like getting your your toes wet in terms of like jumping into things at least for me this is my first uh interracial relationship so i did kind of appreciate having that to laugh about <laughs> So jumping into our next topic here, we're 
Talking about having external reactions to your relationship, where maybe you're in public and someone comments on your relationship, or maybe even it's just a look. I've noticed different looks going out in public, and they're not always bad. You know, some people smile. I remember this one woman came up to me in Trader Joe's and just said that me and Jeremy seemed like we were a cute couple. So sometimes it's a good thing, and sometimes it can put a smile on my face. Having almost the approval from other people, though you know you shouldn't need approval、um, from a stranger for your relationship, but it, it does feel kind of good.、Uh, what are some experiences you've had, Jeremy, in terms of just relationships in general, whether it be platonic with family members when you're out in public、uh, with people of a different race? Yeah, I mean, I think specifically when I'm with women, and specifically even you. A lot tends to get directed, I think, more towards you, whether it's positive or negative, which is interesting to me.、Hmm. Um, I don't know quite why that is, but it's definitely something you know we could go further and unpack that that happens. So I feel like sometimes I'm just observing it, I'm just、mm. observing like someone complimenting you, or maybe someone giving you a look or something. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, like this is happening, and then just checking in, you know, to be like, hey, how was that for you? So that will happen, and then I, I think. You know, with I have family members that are of other race and definitely friends, and so yeah, when we're walking around or doing things, I think at this point I'm lucky that I'm living, I think in a location in the Bay Area, and then、mm-hmm. I go visit my family of other race. It's like on the East Coast, so I'm living in areas and times where it's pretty normal for folks to be friends and family with people of other races. So I don't really honestly notice a whole lot. When I do, I, I I agree. I feel like it's generally positive,、um, and when I do feel like it's negative, I kind of just keep it moving, so I don't really let it affect me that much.、Um, I think the most that I kind of noticed was when we were in Belize, where we went recently.、Um, I think people liked it because there are a lot of like mixed race and multiracial people and different ethnic backgrounds in Belize. So it was kind of cool to like chat with people, and people were like, "Someone like, oh, you, you could be a local," and da da da. And it was just like cool. I, I think people talked about race and just us, and it didn't feel weird. Whereas in America, I feel like usually people are still kind of nervous to talk about race. Definitely white people. Yeah. So, yeah, in America, it's it's different. I think traveling, I kind of liked it. It was cool、um, to kind of be different and represent. Like, hey, we have like a healthy relationship. What about you? What have reactions been like for you? I've been actually surprised by the amount of positive reactions that we've gotten. I'm not saying that we get, you know, like a compliment every time we go out, but for instance, I think we mentioned in another episode, there's a guy at Trader Joe's who works there and who notices us and waves every time, and we seem to bring a smile to his face. We could just be generally cool people, and he's reacting to that. But I do think that people almost feel refreshed to see a couple like us, especially because we're young.、Um, And you know, I am a black woman, and you're a white man, and we could get into how sometimes it's more common to see a black man and a white woman. But I think there's that. I also have been really pleasantly surprised at like the different types of people that have commented on our relationship. There was an older white woman, like I mentioned, who、uh, was in Trader Joe's and complimented、um, how cute of a couple we were. So that's been pretty great. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but. Being originally, well, we lived in Oakland and met in Oakland. Being there, I was kind of on guard and was almost nervous about what the public perception would be. And I think a little bit of that is on me. You know, you kind of internalize what you think society thinks about interracial relationships. But you know, there's also historical context there where 
at at times I almost felt like I would have to defend our relationship, but I've I've never felt that way. Whether it's to strangers or even you know family members and friends, there's just been a general feeling of acceptance amongst everybody that I've kind of run into in regards to our relationship. So that's been pretty great. Given you know we we're we've been in a pandemic <laughs> and have been inside a lot more than I think is normal. So let's get back to you later on that to see if it's the same. Uh, you know, with us being out more, but lately, yeah, things have been great in terms of <laughs> public perception and external reactions to our relationship. Great. So the last topic we're going to hit on is just the positive aspects of being in an interracial relationship. We want to keep this positive overall. Um, I think a lot of people probably wonder what it's like. I know we've had friends kind of ask about it. So here are just some things that we've listed and then I'll maybe go through a couple and then have you chime in, Simone. So the first one is just learning for me. Uh, I love to learn. I just started a new website slash blog called Constantly Curious. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> oh, yeah, shameless plug. It's, it's no, it's nothing right now. But I, I enjoy learning and just learning from another culture, another someone that has a different story than you, a different background. Obviously, this doesn't necessarily have to be about race, but having someone with a, a different um you know, a gender, a different race, a different background to me. It, it, I think it's just cool to me to learn about someone else and learn their story and just be naturally inquisitive about what it's like to live life in their shoes. Plus, you just kind of expand your cultural knowledge and like learn so much about the world like and through this person. So it's super cool. While you're someone that you really care about, you're learning about them. Definitely next is challenging your assumptions of the world. I think this is super true for me. I think it's something I've done a lot since I, on my own, since I was younger, is just like challenging the way I kind of grew up or thought about the world and being in a relationship with someone that has, again, a different background and looks at the world a different way helps me challenge the status quo or how I see the world in a really positive way. And that does, I think, give me a lot more empathy of like, oh, you know what? There's a lot of ways of seeing things, especially in the US. You know, people have drastically different experiences living in this country. So, you know, being with someone that has a very different maybe view on the history, the culture, their upbringing within this country, and then, you know, putting that into mine, I think gives me a more full picture of what reality is like for not only my partner, but a good majority of like, for people like just in the US and the world, which has been good. Um, anything from you, Simone, on those like, first two? Uh, I think those are the biggest things for me. One thing that I would say, it kind of goes off of challenging your assumptions of the world, but I think specifically prior to our relationship and maybe friendships uh, with white people, I did kind of have this idea that it's harder to connect with people outside of your race. Um, and it's true to some extent, but I've realized that you can have deeply personal relationships with people outside of your race very easily. It's, there's no struggle there. And I, I kind of have allowed myself to, you know, get more comfortable with that idea. Uh, so that's, I think, one thing for me where it really has challenged my idea of, like, you know, deep connections and relationships with people, whether it is romantic or platonic. Great. I've got a couple more. So <laughs> then we have bringing different perspectives to issues. Obviously, a lot of these are intersectional and cross one another. But I think specifically, I love just asking for Simone's perspective on things. I probably need to do so earlier before going on a spiel <laughs> of my own. I need to work on that. But, you know, she's going to have a unique perspective um, than me. Uh, and so I think just having 
that kind of broad lens really helps you check yourself and check your assumptions of an issue or a thing that's happening. And again, have you have more empathy, more perspective overall? I think the whole point of this, a lot of this is like, I'm very wary of like groupthink, you know, and just thinking you have life figured out. So I love it when it's like, you know what? I don't have life figured out. I'm constantly learning. I'm challenging things I know about the world and seeing things from different lenses. So again, being in a relationship with someone from a different race really gives you an idea of how to encapsulate all three of those within your relationship. This one's kind of fun. And then I'll end with a, a more serious one and then have you chime in Simone. But you have more microbial diversity. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, this is actually inspired by a podcast I like called Ologies. It's a, it's a podcast where the host interviews experts in their field. And this is an expert on kissing. Mm-hmm. It's a kissing episode. But they talked about how basically when you're with someone that has a different kind of background than you, you actually help support and build your immune system and actually makes it where you're both healthier. And if you have kids, it could potentially be healthier. This one's kind of a leap, but I thought it was fun. (laughs) Feel free to look into it. I've also been reading a book called The Body Guide for Occupants. Really cool book too about your body. And it was also talking about this, the microbial you. And again, how you, when you diversify it, um, and are kind of like sharing germs essentially with someone with a different background than you. It actually, again, helps build your immune system. So I thought that was kind of fun. And the last one I put, which is a little bit more real, which is just, I hope that a lot of us are trying to be anti-racist and fight racism and it's institutions that support it. And I think just being in an interracial relationship and definitely a black and white person, I think is just a even a physical representation of that of us trying to come together and form some sort of loving relationship with one another that I hope this country (laughs) essentially right in this world can do is come together and love one another and see perspectives um, from different folks. And so to me, that's a really cool part of it too, is just that uh, not only do we both care about social justice, we are, can be like a physical representation of that kind of when we show up, which is, which is a great bonus too. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's specific to us. I don't think that you have to take that on every time you're in an interracial relationship. But I think it is definitely a plus, you know. Uh, Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for having this conversation with me. I mean, I'm not hosting the episode, but still, always thankful to have someone that I can talk about these things with. Uh, But I'll let you close it out. All right. Thank you. I feel like I rambled a lot. We're going to go ahead and end with just a call to action, which is really, we'd love to hear your experience being in a interracial relationship. If you are or have been, or even just maybe more platonic relationships, like Simone said, I know we've really talked about our heteronormative relationship. So it'd be especially interested in hearing about kind of the intersectionality at place. If you're in a a relationship um, that might be different and also mixed race um, or sorry, interracial, that'd be super cool to hear about. And then something that we like, kind of like to end on is just a question, which is how do you react when you see interracial couples? You know, and just maybe think about that too when you come across. It doesn't necessarily have to be positive or negative. Just, you know, is it something you notice? Maybe something you don't notice? Do you view it as generally positive or negative? Or, you know, is, is it something that's a big deal to you or not? So feel free to follow up with us. Um, if you can email us at great question podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your responses. Have a great rest of your day.